Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting about how to eat well when you're busy. Join me for this four-part series of my live presentation on healthy eating for busy people. This is the final part. So a couple of other key ideas and principles that works in this meal plan is that you can see on Tuesday night, I've got dinner at the family. And so so we occasionally do family dinners with our family. And so I just pop that in the meal plan. So it means that I'm not having to, to plan or buy food for that kind of meal. I then also use this concept of leftovers. And so you can see there is spaghetti bolognese cooked in bulk and it's eaten on Tuesday lunch and then Thursday dinner. Thursdays in particular for me are my, I don't know, downtime of the week. I feel the most sad and just low energy and a little bit depressed on a Thursday. It's By the time it gets to Thursday night, I think, I look at my family and I think, do I have to feed you people again? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to anymore. And so... I do find that having something to just reheat really helps me on a Thursday. So I cook the spaghetti bolognese in bulk. It's a lunch throughout the week on the Tuesday. um, And then it's, you know, dinner for the whole family on Thursday night, something I cooked on the weekend. And it's something that's easy to cook in bulk as well. Another idea in there is this idea of um, using leftovers from dinner for lunch the next day. So on Wednesday night, I've planned salmon with greens, which has some nice pan fried salmon, Asian greens and a nice dressing. If I cook a little bit of extra salmon, I can then have that left over to chuck with some four bean mix, um, brown rice and salad. And I've got myself, you know, lunch sorted for the next day. And things like four bean mix comes in a tin, easy, just drain, chuck that into a container. Brown rice comes pre-cooked in a little packet that I can zap or I can pre-cook that myself as well. So you can see there's a lot of different ways that you can use meal planning to your advantage and none of it's right or wrong or the way that you should be doing it. It's just thinking about and having that reflection on your own routine and habits and how you like to eat and thinking what's going to really suit me and my life that's going to help me make healthy choices even though I'm running from one thing to the next. So the last thing in there is, you know, using um, repeating meals. So you can see on the weekend, the Vietnamese chicken salad is then repeated again on Sunday night. And the reason that is a good repeater meal is this particular recipe, which you can actually find over at the Healthy Eating Hub's website. If you search for Vietnamese chicken salad, that will pop up. It's a lot of chopping. It's a good 10 minutes of chopping vegetables and you end up with this gorgeously large bowl of Chinese cabbage and cucumber and capsicum and carrot and snow peas and shallots and fresh herbs and you get this really large bowl of chopped salad which perfect just halve it save half of it chuck some cling wrap on it 
and you got lunch or another meal or dinner for the next day with all the chopping done. So when it comes to Sunday night, you've got Vietnamese chicken salad again for dinner, but it's already done for you, which is super cool. So this meal plan really is not to make you feel overwhelmed and be like, oh, I have to plan out every single meal. But what it's there to do is just give you an idea of of different techniques and organisation principles that can help you throughout the week that you might like to just have a try and see if that suits you at all. All right, I just want to talk briefly about meetings. If you're if you if you're not thriving, you're surviving on caffeine. So I talked about the challenge of lots of meetings if if you've got a busy work day or lots of social situations that then can result in a high caffeine or alcohol consumption. And so I just want to bring your attention to being mindful about your drinks when you're really really busy. And Not only is there a problem with consuming excessive caffeine, which can disrupt your sleep, lead to anxiety and can impair your cognitive performance if you have too much, is that there's also this idea of that you're drinking your calories. And so sometimes we end up surviving on lots of drinks and coffee throughout the day and not really eating very much because coffee seems to suppress our appetite a little bit, which it does. But then that results in really high appetite and overeating later on during the day. And this can just lead to, you know, poor blood sugar level regulation because you're really inconsistent with your with your eating habits um, throughout the day. And then if you're combining your coffee drinks with um, something sweet to eat, which is obviously absolutely fine every now and then. I love a good donut with my coffee occasionally. But if it's something that's happening every single day, then it's potentially a habit that might need a little bit of adjusting. So some tips on sort of changing your habits around your drinks, because you don't want to stop your social situations or stop your work meetings, but it's just thinking about, can I do something differently in these situations to help myself just be more consistent overall in my drinks. So try and aim for water. Keeping yourself really well hydrated will help um, at least reduce your thirst drive, which might be a driver of, of drinking more coffee. When I've been in sort of poor routines with drinking too much coffee, I actually, when I get thirsty during those times, coffee is what I want to drink to quench my thirst because I'm in I'm in a bad habit of it. So being really mindful about meeting my thirst with water then helps me <laughs> decrease my want for having to, you know, drink another coffee. But sparkling water, soda water, mineral water, herbal teas are really great non-calorie, non-caffeine options that you can have when you're out and about. I love sparkling water when I go to a restaurant um, and in fact, I prefer that now to soft drink. And I I was brought up like I drank soft drink as a teenager and a young adult at nearly every meal. And so I now prefer the non-sugar drinks to now just as I've retrained myself. Be mindful of your alcohol intake. Aim for four standard drinks or less throughout the week. Try to have a couple of alcohol-free days a week for, for good health. And then being mindful of your coffee and tea intake. So around two to three cups of coffee and tea a day is ample 
obviously coffee is going to have a lot more caffeine. So being mindful of how many shots of coffee or teaspoons of coffee are going into your drink. And then, you know, if you can eliminating or or greatly reducing your intake of fruit juice, cordial, sugary soft drinks, energy drinks, flavoured milks from your everyday diet is going to be a really great habit to build. So thinking about being on the go, it's a really quite a mind shift for an individual that meals just need to start to be prioritised and food included in your day that keeps you full and nourished. And so as a workaholic and someone who throws herself into a project, I've been a business owner for, you know, nearly 10 years now, Um, have a couple of degrees under my belt. I am your quintessential, my body gets hungry and I think of eating as an inconvenience and I'm a nutritionist and that's my career choice and I love eating and I love nourishing my body but certainly I can absolutely relate to the feeling of being like oh I've skipped a meal or I've forgotten this or I found myself out and about with nothing to eat or we've grabbed takeaway because I was unorganized etc and so it just got to the point in you know my young adult years where I thought if I don't start to actually prioritize this and make a habit of prioritizing healthy meals. It's just not going to happen. So there does have to be some kind of mindset shift that just pulls it up the priority list for you that you do make it happen. Now that doesn't mean you have to spend hours in the kitchen prepping, but it does mean that you're acknowledging the fact that I just, I'm going to need to do some meal prep. And that's just a part of life. Just like doing the washing and vacuuming the house. It's just something that I need to, to fit in and seeing how that fits in um, and how you're going to do that just comes with trial and error. So some, some keys to maximizing your energy so that you're not feeling tired throughout the day and that you are nourishing yourself is Focusing on creating your meals using the plate model. So trying to get some of those vegetables in there, getting a good quality carbohydrate rich food in at each of your meals at that nice quarter of a plate portion, um, getting some protein in. That whole balance of that plate, it'll go a really long way to helping you, you know, feel energized throughout the day. Certainly, energy levels slumping into the afternoon is often a result of not eating adequately throughout the day. Next is the idea, and I mentioned it with the snacks, is to try not to go too long between meals and snacks. This idea of intermittent fasting is pretty popular these days and just generally, you know, having some fasting days. And there's also some ridiculous stuff around very low calorie diets. (sighs) I, I fundamentally disagree with those. They absolutely help you lose weight. Of course, if you're going to drastically reduce your calorie intake, they're going to work. But I'm not talking about weight loss in this session. I'm talking about nourishment. I'm talking about healthy eating and giving your body energy to function well while you're busy and, and getting through your life. So certainly making sure that you're eating regularly is actually a really good recommendation. And they're there aren't cognitive benefits to fasting. Not, not like it's promoted on social media, at least. 
The other thing is, is if you are genuinely lacking in energy and you're feeling pretty lethargic or sluggish is to check some of your nutrient levels, things like your vitamin levels, so vitamin D, your iron levels, maybe vitamin B12, just get those checked and see that they're adequate. They can be rectified with the use of a supplement. So it might be worth just checking in on those and as well, making sure that you're staying well hydrated with those water drinks. Some practical tips while you're at work, uh, keeping, you know, healthy snacks at work like nuts, high fibre muesli bars, tinned tuna, little, little tins of baked beans or four bean mix, instant brown rice. You can get some super cool like tuna bean mix combos and um, tuna cracker combos. There's a bunch of really cool convenience foods that have a pretty long shelf life that are actually quite nutritious options that you can keep at work so that you've got always got something to grab if you need it. I would spend a bit of time brainstorming two to three easy work lunch ideas that you can throw together on a busy day. Mine are instant brown rice pack, a tin of Serena basil olive oil infused tuna, olive oil basil infused, anyway, basil flavoured olive oil tuna, so yummy, and um, and then some some veggies. And then if I've got it, I maybe add some avocado, but I just mix it all together with some Kewpie mayonnaise or some aioli, heaps of veggies. Yum. That's my go-to. I've just, all I have to do is grab, grab the tuna, grab the rice out of the cupboard, and then genuinely at dinner, I'll make myself a little salad that I can quickly pull out of the fridge in the morning. But I've got a bunch of go-tos. I do make pizzas at work, do a lot of leftovers at work. So it's just thinking about what's going to really work for you and just chucking them on repeat. Once you've nailed the nutrition basics, chuck those ideas on repeat and away you go. Keep a jug or a drink bottle on you at all times so that you can stay hydrated and have something to drink. And focus on having fresh fruit on hand so that you've always got something to snack on. So I just going to finish off the session talking about stress. I'm a nutritionist, not a psychologist, so I'm going to stay within my scope of practice, but it's certainly worth addressing that you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And I think there's a lot of pressure these days that we have to have it all together. Not only do we have to be good at our jobs and raise healthy, well-balanced children and have clean houses and a well-balanced budget and clean cars and have them serviced and, oh, yep, now we need to do yoga and be healthy and make sure you do some mindfulness and don't spend too much time on your phone and, right, is this like a million things going on and that's I'm just scratching the surface there, right? So just being mindful of the fact that we are under a lot of pressure these days and, and seeing if there are areas where you can reduce stress in your world. These would be the things that I would focus on first. And if you're then doing these four things and you're still finding things a little bit challenging, then definitely um, exploring other avenues is really worth it. But getting plenty of sleep is absolutely key. Try and remove screens before bedtime, at least an hour before you intend on sleeping. It will help you fall asleep better. Regularly participate in moderate intensity exercise. So a daily walk, maybe some gym classes, YouTube yoga. There are so many different ways that you can move. Hundreds of apps that you can download with really quick 
15, 20 minute workouts. So some kind of exercise and movement in your day will really, really help. Schedule in some downtime. This is certainly something that I have found really challenging over the years, but know that if I if I don't do it, I burn out. And so it's just, you know, when things are busy and you're running from one thing to the next, it's not sustainable if you're doing it constantly. There needs to be a time where you just rest and chill. So make sure you do that. I did that yesterday, actually. Did a face mask, a hair treatment. I lay out in the sun for a little bit and read a book. It was glorious. Did all my grocery shopping in the morning and then spent the entire Sunday afternoon just chilling. So good. I just want to touch on sleep. It makes a huge difference to a number of physiological processes in the body, including blood sugar level regulation and low quality and quantity of sleep actually has been shown to increase your risk of cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. It impairs muscle growth and recovery, particularly if you're exercising, affects your concentration and attention span and your day-to-day energy levels. So certainly make sure you're prioritizing that. Things like reducing your caffeine intake, not taking phones or tablets to bed, dimming the lights in your house and removing screen time an hour before bed helps you fall asleep better and um, and reducing snacking before bedtime as well can also help. Just want to briefly touch on some tips for a healthy workplace. If you are influential in your workplace and feel like you can make a difference there, things like replacing soft drink vending machines with water, removing fundraiser chocolates, maybe swapping them out for a shared fruit bowl, managing group morning and afternoon tea so that there are healthier whole food options available and encouraging you and your other team members to take breaks. Well, that's it for the session tonight on healthy eating for busy people. I hope you enjoyed it. Trying to change everything all at once is the quickest way to fail. The Healthy Eating Hub online program contains a suite of habit building courses designed to teach you how to eat well long term in a way that suits you best one habit at a time. Check it out via the link in our show notes. A big thank you to the Capital Chemist and the Daily Dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.